We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, so let's talk section two here at CFB Nation All-American Podcast. Notre Dame and the Big Ten. Bill Bender, you had an interesting take at SportingNews.com last week about uh, Notre Dame and the Big Ten. The Big Ten should withdraw its essentially open invitation to join the conference and to stop playing Notre Dame as a non-conference opponent in football who are talking, of course. Um, why do you yeah. feel that way? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Trade Coffee sent us two new flavors after my wife filled out their quiz. Big City French Roast from Joe Coffee in New York City and Black Velvet from Atomic Coffee Roasters in Massachusetts. The Black Velvet was a dark roast with a note of burnt sugar, graham cracker, and malted milk balls. It was a very rich but smooth flavor that reminded her a bit of her favorite dessert, creme brulee. The Big City French Roast was also a dark roast, which is right up my wife's alley. And it was flavored with burnt sugar, baking chocolate, and roasted almonds. The smell in the kitchen while she was preparing a cup of coffee put a smile on my face, and she said the taste was even better and sweeter. 
And she didn't pick these flavors. They were chosen by trade after she filled out a short quiz. You got to give this a try. And Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns. Trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters, often being the largest source of new growth for them. Trade's coffee team actually taste tests thousands of coffees to keep 450 different kinds live and ready to ship every day. There's no one perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you and Trade's human-powered algorithm will find it. Trade is so confident they'll match you right the first time that if they don't, they'll take your feedback and an actual coffee expert will work with you to send you a brand new bag for free. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping and handling when you go to drinktrade.com forward slash Irish. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com forward slash Irish and let Trade find you a coffee you'll love. That's drinktrade.com forward slash Irish for $30 off. Well, I mean, no, let, let's start before we even get to that. Let, let's start with a few things here. Like when I wrote that column, the, the Notre Dame fans and, you know, our, our good friend Brian Driscoll at Irish Breakdown, he likes to get on me about this stuff. But here's the deal. I'm a 12-year Catholic school kid, grew up in Ohio. I'm drinking, like, if you look, look, this is a Notre Dame glass that I got. It's very, look how old that is. And I drink water out of it. So I don't want to hear this, that I'm a Notre Dame hater by any means. I got that trip to South Bend and and I, it's one of my best water cups. So I drink out, I literally drink out of the cup of Notre Dame fandom, you know, whatever you want to say, but the holy water right there. Yeah. I get to see this from, you know, I like to, one of the things with my background, I like to pride myself, Notre Dame. I stayed in that area, know a lot about Michigan. And those are the three programs I probably write about most and understand most. So what I don't understand is why Notre Dame continues to cling on to independence. And that's kind of what, from their angle, this whole TV deal, I understand it from Notre Dame's angle. I wouldn't not do what they do. You give me my own network, my own five-game arrangement with the ACC, my own scheduling, my own money, um, fine. But you can't tell me that they don't fit in the Big Ten. They play hockey there. You can't tell me that any of those ACC games are better than Michigan-Notre Dame. They're not. And and I don't know why the Big Ten continues to give them that open invitation when they've been turned down time after time after time. And I know the history behind it. It's not like I don't know why Notre Dame doesn't has this weird relationship with the Big Ten. So, you know, like I said, I'm not being an Irish hater, but if from the Big Ten standpoint, I'd be like, all right, dude, you know, we've tried this many times. When we go to 20 and the SEC goes to 20, you're not going to be a part of it. But don't you think shutting off Notre Dame as a non-conference opponent hurts the Big Ten? I mean, no. Yes and no. I mean, from a rating standpoint, yeah. NBC is going to make them play nice, so to speak. If there's this Big Ten slash Notre Dame Saturday, I get it. They And they already have that on the schedule. They have Purdue. They have high, or they have Michigan. They have Michigan State. They have all those games. But – what I don't understand from the Notre Dame angle sometimes is that there's this notion that they're above the Big Ten. I think that's how people feel in Penn State and Columbus and Michigan. That that why did Michigan or Notre Dame and Michigan break that relationship off? 
why is it that I've lived in Ohio most of my life and they've played one? This is only the second home and home that they've played in 43 years. That, that's absurd to me when you're dealing with what, in my estimation, could be one of the best rivalries in college football with Ohio State and, and Notre Dame, especially with Marcus Freeman there. So, and here's something I'd, I'd like to point out is I did some research. And so Notre Dame all time against the Big Ten, 209, 106, and 14. You look at that, you're like, yeah, if you're a Notre Dame fan, yeah, yeah, we're super better than the Big Ten. You know, go Irish. But if you look at since the BCS era, which is about the last 25 years of modern football, they're 33 and 27. That's not that great. And if you take away Purdue, who they're 14 and four against, that goes down to 19 and 23. And here's, I know you're going to give me trivia in a little bit, but Bill, here's my trivia for you. Oh boy. Who are the only Big Ten schools that Notre Dame has a losing record against all time? Ohio State. Yeah. I'm going to say Michigan. And Michigan. There you go. So there you go. That's where all this angst is. It's why can't Notre Dame be in that same room with Michigan and Ohio State? Share the power. Create a ridiculous conference with USC and maybe Stanford if they add in. I think all of it adds up that if I think some Notre Dame fans, not all, have to like at least look at that plan from the Big Ten and say, yeah, I'd want a piece of that if it comes to that. Why wouldn't they? Well, I mean, as has been said a million times, Notre Dame values its independence. Uh, if they can make the financials work, which it looks like they're going to be able to, uh, and they have a clear path to the national championship in terms of playoff participation, they're going to choose independence every time. And, and, you know, it's not easy to go about it as an independent. So you got to give them credit for being able to figure out how to make it work. And mm -hmm. I think people do get tired of it's the, you know, the exception that Notre Dame has, you know, it's five conference champions and Notre Dame and Notre Dame and Notre Dame it always has to be in Notre Dame, but they've sort of earned their, their spot in the, in the, in the college football landscape by making a go of it. I mean, a lot, you know, like 30 years ago, however many years ago, there was lots of independent teams. And then a bunch of them joined the Big East, and then the Big East collapsed. And then Miami went to the ACC, and it's like, you know, Penn State used to be independent. Like, there, were, there used to be a lot of independence. Now there's basically one standing, or BYU two. There's two standing. And they've worked hard to make it work. And I think it's still going to keep working for them. And, um, yeah. you know, they just enjoy the fact that they can have these fun two-game home-and-home series like they did with Georgia a couple of years ago. They've got uh, Alabama on the schedule, I think, 29 and 30 or something like that. They've got a few fun ones coming up. Uh, they've got, well, Michigan State and Michigan are in the next 10, 15 years. they got a Texas A&M. They've got a uh, Florida. will be fun. They've got a one-off with Arkansas. I think the home-and-home -home part of that might have died in the pandemic. Right. they got a, a – back half of a Wisconsin neutral site that's going to be fun. I mean, that's just been part of their allure to have the flexibility to have these, you know, two game, like I said, the, the, the home and home things in addition to their staples. Uh, and if, it, if they join the Big Ten, maybe those go away. Well, in sub, but, but that's my point. Like, which ones have the most history tied to them? Like, I, I was arguing one of my buddies is a huge Notre Dame fan, and he was trying to tell me that Notre Dame is prime time against everybody. Like I've watched some bad Notre Dame, Florida State primetime games, and I've let's be honest about it: the Notre Dame USC rivalry in recent seasons 
not not that great. It, I think the potential for it to be really awesome with Lincoln Riley and Marcus Freeman, yeah, that's there. But there was a year a couple years ago where I forgot USC and Notre Dame was on. Being honest, I mean, I forgot they were on. And I'm like, because, and that wasn't on Notre Dame's end. That was on the other end of it, to be fair. That was on, that was USC's fault. But, you know, what, what rivalry has more history than Michigan Notre Dame or Michigan State Notre Dame? That, that has angst back to 1966. Purdue Notre Dame, that's very important. And I will contend that in this modern era, going into whatever the, the next chapter of college football is, that Ohio State Notre Dame has the potential to be the best game in college football if they play it on a regular basis. You can't tell me otherwise. Not with the not with the Marcus Freeman tie. Not with the what Ohio Ohio State's been the dominant power in the Midwest in the 21st century. 20th century Notre Dame. That's fine. 21st century Ohio State. There's actually a time right now where they they're going to be quote unquote right at the same time because when they played in the 90s and that's going to get brought up a lot in the next 10 days. Notre Dame wasn't quite what Ohio State was when they played. And I'm not making excuses, but Ohio State was Eddie George and Orlando Pace and those guys. And Notre Dame was coming out of the back end of the Holtz era. This is the first time, maybe in a year or two, where they're both going to be recruiting at a ridiculous level. It could be the North's version of Georgia-Alabama. And I just don't understand why somebody would say no to that and cite independence. And I know I'm right. Because I'm right. <laughs> uh, this this series reminds me of, I think I told you the um, the Notre Dame Georgia series of a couple years ago, where it was two, uh, and and it reminds me of what it was in the, the Notre Dame Ohio State in the '90s, like two top five, top ten. Notre Dame hadn't quite crested, or actually was coming down off the off the Holtz sort of you know the the peak of the Holtz years. And they were on the back end, like you said, uh, Notre Dame, Georgia, Notre Dame was still kind of on the rise. Georgia was sort of already up there. Georgia won both those games. Ohio state won both the games in the nineties. Um, but it's, it's, you know, it's interesting to see Notre Dame recruiting at a level that Ohio state has been recruiting at now. And you're right in the next five years, this has the potential to be a terrific game. Now, one thing you mentioned, Brian Driscoll, Irish breakdown, by the way, any Notre Dame fan who wants to get in the weeds with Notre Dame, you've got to subscribe to, to Irish breakdown. Those guys are, uh, you know, walking encyclopedias for the last 30 years, 40 years of, of Notre Dame football. It's amazing stuff. He brought up something that I hadn't heard anywhere else that I thought was interesting was, and I think I told you, um, if the ACC contract breaks down and things sort of, the you know, Florida State and Miami and Clemson all find new homes and things like that. Could you imagine a ACC-style agreement between Notre Dame and the Big Ten where Notre Dame plays five Big Ten teams a year, leaves seven games on their own slate as, a, as an independent, um, rotates through uh, five at a time or however they do it with the ACC, and uh, able to maintain independence but still have more Notre Dame-Penn State games and more Notre Dame-Michigan games and more Notre Dame-Wisconsin games. What would you, and, and, you know, join the Big Ten for all the other sports that are, you know, more – it would be more local as far as travel and things like that. What would the Big Ten say to that concept? Probably that, yeah, we can't imagine that because we watched it in September from the time I was in third grade till, <laughs> you know – 
Notre Dame stopped doing those things. So if I would, like I said, if I was Kevin Warren, I would take a hard line and say, we're not doing a half membership. I get why they do it with the ACC. I do. And it, you know, it's beyond a football discussion. It has elevated the basketball program. And I'm a big college basketball guy. I love watching Notre Dame and Mike Bray. He's one of the best. And, you know, at Elevate, they had a couple of Elite Eight appearances right away. So it elevated them. And it's elevated their women's basketball program. You know, you watch them when you play those games. So, I, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't let them have a half arrangement. I said, you're, we're either married or we're not. I mean, that's what I would, that's what I would do if Kevin Warren and I get it because, but again, I think they're going to get that organically anyway, because if they're both playing with NBC, essentially NBC is going to push that. We want Notre Dame versus Purdue. We want Notre Dame versus Michigan. And there they'll still be great games because of the regionality of it. But at the end of the day, can you picture a big 10 championship game in 2028 or 2029? And, if, you, if you're a Notre Dame fan and you really want to piss off everybody else in the conference, Notre Dame versus USC for the Big Ten Championship. The winner goes to play Alabama. I mean, that that is the ultimate troll if you're the Irish more so than not joining the conference, in my opinion. Well, it's it's interesting. We just watched all summer long that, you know, the last couple of years, everyone in college football is out for themselves. What's good, and everybody wants, everybody is, you know, they're driven by self-interest and the big 10 is what's best for the big 10 is keeping a good relationship with Notre Dame. What's best for Notre Dame, keeping a good relationship with the big 10. They don't necessarily have to get married for both of them to be happy. And that's why I think, you know, I don't think that they would ever pull, pull out completely and tell them we don't want to play you anymore or anything like that. And like you said, I think you told me there's some escalators in this contract to allow for Notre Dame to join. Yeah, and the SBJ had those, and and that just tells me that the flirtation will never end. I, I kind of chuckled when I read that New York Times article from 1999 when Jim Delaney said we will not invite Notre Dame again. That didn't happen. Uh, we heard the Notre Dame chancellor at the time of affairs at the time say we'd rather be one of one than one of twelve. Well, that that stayed the same, and and Notre Dame has got by, and they have to their credit again. Great athletic director, forward-thinking guy in Jack Swarbrick, able to do these things and get them included in the playoff, making sure that they are, are still – you know, one of the things I will say, as I, I, it drives me crazy when people say Notre Dame's irrelevant because they're not. They've had five straight 10-win seasons. Brian Kelly has pushed them into that – the bridge. I call them the bridge, but, and we talked about this last week, where Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia are the cream – Clemson's next, and then it's Notre Dame. And that's Marcus Freeman's job is to recruit at a level that we don't hear the same press conference when they play at Georgia or in Alabama or, honestly, when they play Ohio State here in a few weeks. What are you going to hear? We didn't have enough on the perimeter. We didn't have enough speed on the perimeter, those kind of things. And I think Marcus Freeman's going to change that just in time for their Big Ten opener when they join the Big Ten. So – that, that that and I think it's a fair uh, argument both ways.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.